You're live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo with the Get Connected team live from Las Vegas. I've uh, got uh, my co-host Annie Barrar down here, as well as uh, some of the other Get Connected team, AJ Vickery, Christina, and uh, our, uh, our, our man Paul Gill as well. Consumer Electronics Show happens uh, once a year. January, everyone uh, in the uh, tech world comes down here. Literally 170,000 people converge uh, on this uh, one location. There's over 2 million square feet of uh, exhibit space, and all the big tech manufacturers uh, come down to show off their uh, wares. So uh, on today's show, uh, again, we're broadcasting live here down in Las Vegas. Uh, we uh, are going to go through some of the uh, the highlights of uh what uh, we are uh, are seeing down here, and it's uh, really quite astonishing. And you know, I think some of the main categories uh, that really intrigue me uh, would be uh, one uh, wearables. Uh, you know, these devices like the Fitbits and smartwatches of the world uh, uh, that uh, we wear on ourselves to track things like our heart rate and our activity. Uh, also, drones, very very big down here. There's just <laughs> drones literally everywhere. Uh, you know, within a space of one year, it's just amazing. There's hundreds of different drone manufacturers. Uh, another big thing would also be uh, the Internet of Things or, you know, the automation, home automation, car automation. Uh, we're seeing all sorts of different types of devices uh, in that uh, category as well. And, you know, when I talk about cars, it, it's really quite fascinating. Over the past few years, all the big car manufacturers have come here to the Consumer Electronics Show. Uh, from you know GM, Ford, BMW, Audi, Mercedes, uh, they're all exhibiting their technologies that uh, they're hoping to, uh, I guess, entice customers to purchase uh, their vehicles. So you know when I'm talking about those types of technologies, uh, electric uh, cars, very very big. Uh, GM uh, actually uh, showed off their uh, Chevy Bolt. And, and this is kind of exciting. You know, we talk a lot about Tesla on our show. You might hear them in the news all the time. They're kind of the big electric car uh, guys out there uh, at, at the moment. Uh, the challenge with their, uh, their vehicles, though, is that they're super expensive. You know, to get into one of their cars, you know, you're looking in the $100,000 range. Uh, they have said that they're going to be coming out uh, with a model uh, in about the $35,000 range uh, U.S. in the next uh, year or two. Uh, well, Chevy, I think, looks like they're going to beat Tesla uh, to the punch. And by the end of this year, uh, we'll have their Chevy Bolt out, uh, which will have fantastic range, about uh, 300 kilometers, which is, uh, which is fascinating uh, for, for me. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping they can actually deliver this car on time because it's something uh, I would be super interested in as uh, my commute is uh, quite long. I, I live out in White Rock and have to commute into uh, Vancouver, uh, five or six days a week, and it's, it's hundreds and hundreds of dollars in gas. And, you know, it's fantastic. This technology has just advanced so far so quickly. Uh, we, we are seeing a lot of autonomous vehicles, uh, which is it's great, uh, you know, cars that will be able to drive themselves. Uh, BMW, BMW was showing uh, their vehicles down here that uh, uh, will actually avoid uh, collisions, which was, uh, was quite, quite fascinating. Uh, you know, talking about some of the, uh, the home automation uh, type of devices that we're seeing down here. Uh, it, it's just simply fantastic. Uh, you know, I think it's finally got to a point uh, where you can have these devices in your home, whether those be the uh, the thermostats, the smoke detectors, uh, the wall plugs, lights. Uh, they're all starting to work now, and standards uh, have emerged that will allow these things to work together and talk together 
uh, as well. And what I'm finding fascinating is that, uh, you know, the big guys, the Apples, the Googles of the world, uh, you know, they're coming out with uh, uh, development kits that will allow uh, people that have, you know, like Apple iPhones or Android phones uh, to uh, actually talk to these devices. So, uh, you know, coming up in the next few months, you know, I've got a few of these smart plugs in my home and, and light switches. Uh, I will be actually able to talk to my iPhone and tell it to basically turn off uh, the lights in the, in the living room, uh, turn off my uh, coffee maker or turn on my coffee maker. And uh, it's, it's just fascinating how, again, how quickly this uh, technology uh, has come along. Samsung, uh, amazing. Uh, they, they typically have the largest booth down uh, at the show. And, uh, again, amazed at some of the, uh, the connected devices. Uh, they have this uh, crazy fridge, it, giant touchscreen on the front of the fridge, uh, larger than a lot of TVs, actually. But uh, they're trying to be the central hub of your home through your refrigerator. Uh, through that touchscreen, you'll be able to have your family's calendar on there. It'll connect in with things like Outlook and Google uh, Calendar. Uh, it also has uh, another section for recipes. What I found fascinating, it actually has cameras inside the fridge. So every time you open uh, and close the fridge, it takes a snapshot of all the contents in, inside. And why, <laughs> you ask? Well, you know, if you're at the grocery store, you can actually see the snapshot and, uh, you know, see what, uh, you know, kind of uh, uh, food items you're missing. You can also drag and drop, you know, with the touch interface, uh, little uh, icons, uh, on the different uh, little food containers as well. So if you've got uh, a container of uh, spaghetti in there, you can tell it it's, uh, you know, two days old or three days old. So it'll actually keep track of uh, how old the food or how fresh uh, the food is. Even through that interface, a touchscreen, uh, they've got something uh, shopping by MasterCard. Uh, works down in the U.S. right now, and they'll be rolling it out to other countries as well. Uh, you can actually order all your food right through the fridge. So, you know, if you're out of milk or, or whatever, you can just basically, you know, with a few clicks and obviously your MasterCard, have that food delivered uh, right to your home. We're going to have to take a break, uh, but when we do come back, uh, I'm going to bring the crew on here to get uh, some of the highlights uh, they felt uh, they saw down here. And uh, again, super fascinating, so you'll want to stay tuned. You're listening to Get Connected, uh, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network and Phantom Glass. We'll be back shortly after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here live in Las Vegas from the Consumer Electronics Show. On uh, the other uh, microphones, I've uh, got uh, my co-hosts, uh, Andy Barrar and also AJ Vickery. It's uh, been a crazy week, uh, four days of nonstop uh, tech awesomeness. Uh, we've actually been shooting a bunch of segments uh uh, for our website and uh, YouTube channel, getconnectedmedia.com. Uh, Andy, uh, it's been crazy. How many segments have you done? Uh, I think in the last four days, we filmed 67 segments for our television show. Um, basically nonstop tech, and it's been a lot, of, a lot, a lot of fun doing so. And so, uh, you know, thanks to the folks over at uh, Phantom Glass, uh, they uh, have uh, helped us uh, make this happen down uh, at uh, the show. Uh, Andy, what are some of the highlights for you? Um, you know, one thing, I don't know if uh, you heard about this, but the U.S. Marshals actually came to the right onto the show floor and basically um, 
arrested and confiscated a bunch of gear from a company that came out of Asia because they were basically uh, infringing on a patent for this like hover device that was basically showed last year. And so what they did is they built it. And we've seen this a lot for hoverboards. Uh, basically what happens is you know, you come up with this technology and then another company comes up and basically imitates it. And so that was really interesting. It's the first time I've ever seen that. Uh, the inventor actually was trying to prevent them from coming to the show, but he couldn't do that. And then basically what happened after that was he got the U.S. Marshals involved. He went to court. The judge says, yes, the U.S. Marshals can come right onto the show floor and uh, arrest these guys. And they confiscated all the gear. So... Um, I think a lot of that has to go with the imitations of the other hoverboards that are blowing up right now. AJ, uh, you've uh, been traveling around the floor. What was uh, some of the highlights for you? Well, Mike, I know that you said uh, off the top of the show here that drones is one of the big stories down here, and I had a really amazing opportunity uh, to check out uh, the drone rodeo. And so, the, as sorry, you, the drone rodeo, the drone rodeo. Yeah. <laughs> so this is actually really cool. So rather than having, um, you know, we, we, they have drones in the show floor, no question about it. But you have to fly them in the nets. It's dangerous. You know, there's a lot of rules and regulations. Well, they took a bunch of us press out into the desert where you could really fly these things and it was freaking cool they had all the different types of drones out there that you could try out and i gotta say one of the things that blew my mind wasn't actually a drone but it's called the glimpse and what it does it's a, it's almost like vr goggles you put them on and it puts you in the seat of the drone that you're flying so it's an accessory but it actually so you you are the drone you're flying man you're out there and you're <laughs> flying this thing it's all the pleasure of being in the airplane, but you don't uh, actually crash if it goes down. <laughs> one, one thing, uh, speaking of drones, Mike, uh, one thing that I found very interesting was uh, we're starting to see drones that look like military drones. Yes, like, like little planes. Yeah and, yeah, and there was one really cool one where you just basically grab it and you throw it into the air and then it just starts flying. Yeah, from itself. Parrot. That, that was pretty amazing. Uh, we have uh, with us uh, down here as well one of our team members, Paul uh, Gill. Uh, Paul, uh, you've been working really hard uh, putting all these uh, segments together and seeing a lot of the stuff we're shooting. Uh, what was something that uh, really uh, caught your eye? Hey, Mike. Um, yeah, a lot of things uh, did catch my eye. We do have uh, videos up on the YouTube channel as well of a lot of these things, 29 so far. And yeah, as Andy said, we have 67 um, so far. I think we'll get to 70, hopefully. We'll see. But yeah, um, one of my favorite things I saw was from, from one of the smaller vendors. Um, this this uh, company called uh, Orph, O-R-P-H-E, um, make these smart LED shoes. And, and I know, Andy, you really like these too. Yeah. Um, so, sorry, smart shoes? Smart shoes, okay. but they're LED shoes. Yeah. So they have lights on the bottom, and, um, and there's an app that it Bluetooths up with, as a lot of these things do. And with this app, you can select the color of the shoes, the pattern in which they flicker and everything. And, you know, that's kind of like what the kids have with the shoes that kind of walk around and change color as you walk. But what these have as well is accelerometers in them. So as you're moving, you can get sound effects for your movement along with, say, any music <laughs> you're listening, right? Now, if you think about this in terms of an application, say you're a runner. Um, and you're running and you want to run to the time of the music, if you're running and you hear these whooshing sound effects or something as you're running from the LED shoes and you get the light show as you're going and you get the sound effects to kind of keep you in time I, I with hear the music. Those, I hear those things in my head already. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a lot cheaper. Uh, no, that's, but I mean, that's the whole wearable trend now, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, we've uh, seen the Fitbits, uh, you know, even the Fitbit folks had a new smartwatch. Um, to compete with like Apple Watch and you know Android uh, Wear, uh, there was also uh, uh, smart bras. 
yes. as well. Sports <laughs> bras, basically, that were activity trackers. And, and the funny thing is, that's from a Canadian company based out of Montreal called OM Signal. Wow. And so okay. they, they specialize in making smart shirts for athletes. And so professional athletes can get all this kind of data of like their heartbeat, their, how much they're perspiring, the calories that are burning. But they took that and they put it into a sports bra as well. That's right, and, yeah. And uh, that actually got a lot of press over here because we, we've been talking about everything getting smart, including the, like fridges, but also also we were seeing uh, the smart bras. So clothing, now just typical clothing, and Samsung had that as well, where you're just saying garments are going to get smarter as well. You know, uh, in, typically the big stories down here is always the, the televisions. You know, all the big guys are trying to sell as many TVs as possible. Um, I, I think that's kind of less of a story now, isn't it? I'm, You know, obviously they're trying to push the 4K, you know, the ultra high definition, but I didn't feel that TVs were the uh, the forefront this year. I, I would say that um, the one big, th every year it seems like there's a feature that they're pushing and they try to make it the forefront of each thing. A couple of years ago 3D kind of came and they were really going on 3D and then now they just made it a feature on their sets. And then it's 4K of course over the last couple of years and we've seen some 8K sets including that great 90 inch, 98 inch one that's 8K from LG. It's on our YouTube channel as well. Um, but a big feature that we're getting now is HDR. And what you need with HDR, it's assumed that you have a 4K set. And it's like the HDR feature that you have on your smartphone cameras. And they're putting this into the TV. So basically, you're getting all the exposures and you're just leveling it out to bring up the sharpness on your TV set. And we've seen some of it here. And it's just making that 4K even more sharp and remarkable. Like, your eye is actually telling your brain that this is a real thing in front of me. You're thinking you're seeing a small thing in reality, but your brain has to tell your eye, no, of course it's not real, it's on the screen. It, it's that realistic. It's just completely subconsciously fooling you. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. Another thing that uh, LG did for televisions is they bought that WebOS platform. And this was that, that platform that was originally made by Palm. And then it was bought by HP. And then HP got out of the tablet business, and then LG bought that technology, and they put it in their televisions. And they have this new feature that allows you to zoom in on your television. So they had a guy playing basketball, and they basically just enhanced. And with the remote control, you can zoom into the television. And because we're talking 4K televisions, you're able to kind of like go in – like basically zoom right in and the quality still looks good so that was pretty amazing but to Paul's point they also came out with an 8k TV there's just one problem there is no 8k content <laughs> out, out the, on the market well right there's now. not much 4k content either and again we're, when we're talking 4k this is ultra high definition that a lot of these new TVs uh, have uh, you know uh, Netflix and YouTube are, is offering some of that content for streaming uh, but a huge problem in homes now um, you know if You've got 4K TVs in your home, um, and you know different family members are watching different shows on different 4K TVs. It is really bogging down your routers. So that was a huge thing down here from all the router manufacturers uh, as well, like the Linksys uh, folks, uh, Netgear, what have you. Uh, Linksys uh, was actually demonstrating a router that could actually handle 20 4K streams at a time. Which was kind of crazy, mm -hmm. but uh, you know it's kind of the future and what we're looking at inside of uh, our houses. Well, it's funny because I've been a, a router geek for years, but uh, one thing I, I really liked is that you're seeing more and more people are starting to realize that if you got all these connected devices in your home, you got to get a good router, and so that's really important that you want to uh, to make sure. We're gonna have to take a, a break when we come back. More consumer electronics technology fun. You're tuned in to Get Connected. 
We're live down in Las Vegas. Mike Egerbo here. We've got Andy Barrar and the Get Connected team. Uh, Andy, uh, Phantom Glass. Uh, we uh, put some uh, screen protectors on while we were down here to uh, make sure we didn't smash up our phones. Yeah, the, the folks at Phantom Glass, now they make a, a tempered glass screen protector. And uh, basically, they were our sponsors for all the coverage that we were doing for our YouTube channel. So I want to give a big uh, shout out to them. And we were uh, basically giving away a lot of Phantom Glass screen protectors for people here because everybody, of course, has a cell phone. And most people aren't using uh, screen protectors for their phones. And it's the reason is because of those bubbles you always get. And for a lot of people, they just get frustrated because they want that protection, but the bubbles come up. So they don't use it well this phantom glass allows you to do that without any bubbles and you could take like um like your keys and just start scratching the phone and nothing happens and it even will fill in scratches so big shout out to them uh you can actually get a promo and discount for the phantom glass by going to our youtube channel look at the videos we got a promo code on there and you can just go to their website and uh, save a lot of money on getting screen protection for your smartphone Again, down here in Las Vegas, uh, live right now. It's been a long <laughs> four or five days here. I didn't go to bed last night, Andy. I slept for one hour and a half, and well, I, thought, I thought I did good. But... Well, well, we've been working hard. I know you did over 60 segments yourself. Uh, I, I think I punched out another 25 or 30 video segments. Uh, again, uh, those will be up on our YouTube channel. Uh, right here in uh, the studio, we've got uh, Christina Stoyanova as well. You were down here checking out uh, some of the cool uh, gear. What was something that caught your eye? Uh, well, I think you and I both uh, sort of had the opportunity to check out the uh, HTC Vive. Oh, um, my God. That was amazing. So virtual reality. Yes. Uh, they partnered with uh, Hewlett Packard, HP, uh, one of their desktop computers that had uh, you know fantastic power and graphics card. And HTC has the, uh, the goggles. And right. it was crazy real. It, it is very realistic. And I'm always a little bit uh, weary of those because I find that... Um, that experience tends to make me a little nauseous for some reason, the whole 3D thing. But I was surprised that this uh, didn't do that. It, so we both had a chance to try it out. And I think we have uh, some uh, footage of that uh, that will go up uh, on our, our channel. Um, it, we were underwater. And, uh, yes. you know, there were fish going by and whales. And you could literally um, just look everywhere. And it was just like you were being underwater being able to breathe of course <laughs> yeah but I'm just I am just amazed at how fantastic the quality was yeah I mean you're standing on a on a ship underwater and everything all of the detail even what's beneath you um, has been thought of and looks so realistic you were just kind of wandering around your hands are trying to grab the fish it, exactly. uh, it was uh, kind of crazy what else uh, did you have uh, uh, a look at uh, well, I think you and I went up to uh, the Nomad Suite. They they do uh, accessories for um, the Apple Watch and some iPhone accessories as well. And the thing I like about them is just how clean the designs are and the high quality materials that they're using. Um, they they showed us uh, some battery packs. Uh, I have a nice walnut battery pack now. It's actually made of real wood. How cool is that? It, it uh, is pretty cool. And uh, they've got uh, a few different chargers as well that uh, will charge no, not only your iPhone, but your uh, Apple Watch uh, at the, the same time. Uh, Andy, it's uh, it, it's crazy how uh, tiring this show is. It's uh, literally, how many, 33 football fields worth of Yeah, it's <laughs> about stuff. 2 million square 
footage. Um, you can't cover the whole show. It's no. not possible. It's no. like I've tried. I've tried. It's not yeah. possible. No. Um, but it's just amazing uh, because this tech is just like inundating our lives. Everybody has a smartphone. Everybody has mobile devices. So. I think just about everyone's interested in tech, and you see, you know, companies that you would normally not think as being techy suddenly get into the tech game. Like you were saying, the car manufacturers are all into it. We came across, uh, I think it was Toyota, came across uh, are doing like basically hydrogen fuel cell cars. So just as electric cars are on the scene, they're already thinking about what the cars are going to be in like 2030, and they're going to be powered by hydrogen, and the waste is just going to be like air and water is going to come out of it. So. Um, I'm really excited on, on that front, that Chevy Bolt at that price point, you know, I think that was a big game changer. It's going to change the industry a lot. I just hope they can deliver it. Uh, they said about 30,000 U.S. for that. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm fascinated uh, by that car. And, and the range is finally somewhere that I think is uh, usable, uh, you know, about the 300-kilometer range. Yeah, and that was a big problem right now with electric vehicles. That the owners get what's called range anxiety, and you just don't know if uh, when I'm going to be able to charge it up. But now that they're able to extend that range, and they're going to see more charging stations, of course, in cities like Vancouver, uh, I think electric vehicles are going to be taking off over the next couple of years. We are going to have to take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll uh, be continuing to uh, chat about some of the uh, cool gadgets uh, that we saw down here this week at uh, the Consumer Electronics Show. You're listening to uh, Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network, back after this. You're back with Get Connected. This is Mike Agarbo here with the Get Connected team live in Las Vegas. For the past five days, we have been checking out all the hottest gear that's going to be coming out in 2016. You can uh, see this on our YouTube channel uh, and also our, our website. Uh, again, I've uh, got some of the, f the folks uh, that have helped put this together, AJ and uh, Paul. Uh, Paul, what were some of the other highlights for you? Um, I would. I really liked um, the way everything is kind of hitting a second wave. In that, um, everybody had a drone. Everybody, and everyone seemed to have VR, and which was really funny because you're walking around on the show floor, you see these people with headsets, and there's absolutely no way to look cool with these things on. There's nothing flattering about them, but we've seen these for years. These aren't new. I mean, even in the mid 2000s, we had VR. A few years ago, we had drones. But you know, we had these helicopters. We've tested them on the show. You lift them up, they crash, they fall. The battery runs out in three minutes. But I think we're hitting the second wave of drones, the second wave of VR, where both of these things, it actually looks real when you put on the VR, or realistic, and it act, you can actually fly the drone. Um, Parrot had that drone, for instance. You throw it in the air, and it just sits there. It just sits there. You don't have to figure out how to take it off. There's nothing like that to it, which is really cool. And um, I was kind of hoping to see the Lily this year, but it didn't. Uh, I didn't find them at the show. That's the drone that you don't even fly. It just follows your wristband. So you put a wristband on it, this thing just follows you around and films you. Yeah, I've heard of that. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. But but that's what's really cool to me. Like, um, it, it isn't always about having this thing come out and just make you go wow. Um, like the iPhones and the iPads of the past. It's about refining what's been done before, and that's what's been done a lot with, uh, in particular for me, drones and VR. Um, on the way to the radio show, we walk by booths, and I'm like, wow, they have drones. They have drones. I mean, <laughs> it, it's amazing, you know, seeing commercials. It's everywhere. Mike, one thing I came across that blew my mind, and I know that you are going to love this and have to get it. It, it was called the Laundroid. And <laughs> <laughs> if you had a chance to see this thing, you basically take all your dirty laundry yeah. and drop it into the bucket. 
and close the door. It's like a it's, it's like a nice armoire or something like that. Oh, and, you know what I call that in my house? The washing machine. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Actually, the next version has a washing machine and dryer into it. But what happens when you close that little door? A little robot starts folding the laundry. Oh. And it oh, actually okay. takes all that laundry, all okay, the clean I see, laundry. I see where you're going with this. Folds it. And then actually, depending on which family member you are, puts it in the appropriate spot. Uh, so it actually recognizes the clothing, folds it nicely, puts it away on the shelf for each individual family member. That was unbelievable. Laundroid. Wow. <laughs> I wonder how much this thing is. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't even talking price at this point. This is very... Wow. So you take your, your clean clothes yeah. um, and just dump it in there, and it just somehow figures out how to fold it. Yeah. So it's folding it. Yeah. Very, very cool. Uh, the Jetsons. Uh, Another big topic, uh, 3D printers. Yep. Um, that uh, is still quite a DIY kind of area. You know, do it yourself um, for people who are into hobbies and whatnot. But I was impressed to see uh, a good contingent of them out there. And, you know, Star Wars is a big theme right now with the movie having just been released. And one of the coolest things I saw was an actually 3D printed Stormtrooper, full size. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Wow. <laughs> you know, just talking about Star Wars, uh, it, it's amazing how much money, uh, you know, the tech manufacturers spend down here to to gain attention hmm. uh you know every night there's probably at least you know 20 30 parties going on uh you know for buyers and press uh you know hp had a huge party uh one night uh, a star wars party That's you know great. they've got a star wars laptop they've made um and in this uh, nightclub and i don't know how they did this uh you know if you've seen the movie uh, you might be familiar with the X-wing fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they had a, a crashed X-wing fighter in the pool. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Like, and they had the smoke machine going, and it felt like Dagobah. It was it looked really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know how they got that in there. I don't know either. <laughs> it's amazing what they take the time to build and then tear down here. So it's fantastic. Oh, I was just gonna say I was at that um, party as well. Big shout out to HP. Thank you so much. Uh, one of our correspondents, Bradley. Um, I actually got into the rolled up his pants, stood in the pool, and tried to lift the X-wing out. Oh, using the force. Using the force. Yes. Did it work? It moved a little. <laughs> Size matters not. Didn't he learn? Didn't he learn? Is that because he had a few drinks and he thought he moved it? I'm not sure. It's uh, it's uh, crazy. Uh, we're gonna have to take another break here. When we come back, we'll uh, be talking more about uh, all the tech goodness we saw down uh, here at the Consumer Electronics Show. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with the Get Connected crew live from Las Vegas. We've uh, spent the last five days checking out all the latest and greatest tech gadgets. Uh, We'll be uh, posting a bunch of videos uh, up on our YouTube channel and our website at getconnectedmedia.com. Christina, you know, uh, just before the break, uh, AJ was talking about 3D printing. Uh, So many different 3D printers now. Uh, Paul uh, Gill here uh, was talking about how uh, it's kind of the second wave of a lot of these uh, technologies. They're actually becoming good and useful. And uh, I thought that with 3D printing, I think 3D printing is really starting to come into its own now. And uh, some of these uh, printers, not only affordable, but they're actually printing out some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, um, we had a chance to talk to a company called Robo3D. Um, and this company actually allows you to use whatever material material that you want in the printer. So you're not limited to just the plastic filament. So you can, the possibilities are en- endless there. Yeah, you, uh, <laughs> believe it or not, you can print out uh, edible things. 
exactly. uh, food. Uh, you know, there's uh, metal uh, as well. What I found interesting with those guys, uh, the Robo 3D guys, is that uh, they're coming out with little packaged 3D kits. Yes. Uh, which is kind of cool. And, you know, how these 3D printers work is essentially you download uh, 3D models, uh, files uh, from the Internet, uh, you know, whether that's from the manufacturer site. Uh, and there's so many 3D hobbyists now that are actually just putting these files up there. And you load it into the machine, stick whatever material your 3D printer prints in, uh, on it, and uh, it'll... Uh, printed out but uh, Robo 3D they've got these little boxes uh, you know kits uh, one of them was 3D print your own guitar I don't know how that works <laughs> there's even um, a print your own prosthetic limb yeah I found that fascinating and, and they're very uh, charity minded they're very focused on helping others um, I was at the booth as well and I spoke to them and they were telling me a story about how um, they have a little community online of people um, who are using the 3D printing to help children and whatnot and this one person had a daughter who was blind and um, she was wondering what the ocean w looked like. So he actually printed out ocean waves in 3D and had her feel them, you know, so she could kind of understand oh, that's, what that's, it was like. That's very cool. Amazing, amazing stuff. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I was really impressed by them. Um, yeah, a lot of humanitarianism to what they're doing as well, which you can't forget about. Yeah, you can actually buy one of these kits and send a prosthetic limb mm -hmm. to a, chi a child who needs it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. Something interesting I saw at the Samsung booth. Uh, it, it's a, a Samsung belt. It's a, a wearable. Uh, so essentially, you put this belt on, uh, and uh, you know ties in with your smartphone. Uh, but it actually uh, measures uh, and keeps track of, I guess you know the pressure on the belt. So uh, it will tell you if you're eating too much food because it can tell that your stomach's or your waist is starting to <laughs> to swell up. Uh, so something probably good for me, you know, I'm on these trips here. I'm uh, eating poorly, and uh, thank God technology has finally caught up to tell me that I'm eating like a pig. You know what? For women, this is not an issue. Put on a pair of skinny jeans, and you don't need a smart belt. You will know when you're over-consuming. Well, maybe Samsung will get into skinny <laughs> jeans. I, I, I don't know. Uh, Samsung also had, uh, you know, the Samsung suit. They've got, uh, you know, clothing now that, uh, you know, they've sewn special buttons in, too, uh, that basically, you know, you tap your, your, your phone against it, and, uh, you know, different functions will happen. So, you know, if you're going towards your, your car, they had a BMW in there, you know, one of the little electric ones. You know, basically, you, you tap your phone on uh, the button on your sleeve, and uh, it gets into car mode. I think we've seen the death of the lock here, really, with all of this wearable technology. Yes. Everything will identify everything, basically, from something on your person. I mean, we already kind of have keyless remotes, et cetera, like a long time ago. And pretty soon it'll go to smart uh, smartphones, it'll go to something on your person, and yeah, it can just go to multiple things. So all of your shirts can have an ID for your car. All of your clothing can have an ID for each other and know what you're wearing to match each other and talk to each other. It's yeah, you know, it, and it's weird, Paul, because, uh, you know, even the badges that we have to wear down here, um, uh, they're pretty uh, high tech now. I don't know if you noticed this, but, um, you know, the, the exhibitors, uh, basically, they, they had smartphones and, uh, you know, they could scan your badge. Uh, and when I say scan, they basically just tapped it against your badge, and they had all your information. That's right. So I, I don't know if you know that, but all your personal information is on your badge. It is, yeah. And as you're walking through these booths here, they got you. Yeah. And, yeah, everything from press lunches to the booths and everything, they know who's I know. I couldn't, I couldn't get a second lunch because they knew I already took one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I couldn't help you there either anymore. But, yeah, yeah, it, it's, you know, um, we were talking about uh, the instance of Google being able to track all our data, et cetera, in our lives. And this is the equivalent of it, these badges we're wearing here. Everyone knows who's been where. 
It's remarkable. There was this one uh, crazy thing I saw. Um, I didn't actually see it go. It's, uh, you know, we're talking about drones. It's a personal drone, a human carrying drone. That's right. There is a drone here that carries one person, Christina. Um, yeah, it, it's uh, by eHang. So apparently this accommodates one person and you punch in your destination and your desired takeoff time and uh, it reaches um, speeds of up to 60 miles per hour and 11,000 uh, feet, I think it was. I believe it was 11,000. I think some yeah. people call that a helicopter. Yeah, basically. It is. Yeah. <laughs> you but don't want the battery to last cool. for 15 minutes in that guy though. So. I, no, definitely <laughs> not. So I, I saw uh, a, a submarine drone as well, like a water drone. Oh, yeah, from? Uh, I don't know the name of the company. Uh, they had a big pool, and I just saw this little drone going through there. Oh, fantastic! So thank God they have drones for the water now. Yeah, yeah. not just the air, but the water. <laughs> I, I'm pretty baffled as to the use case of the drone. To me, it just seems as a personal entertainment kind of thing. Yet um, I'm not seeing the entire utility of it all. So yeah. Uh, we also had a chance to uh, chat with the uh, the folks at uh, DGI. Uh, DJI, sorry, they, they're making uh, very popular Phantom drones. Uh, they came out with a little Osmo handheld uh, action camera. Uh, you got to check that out on the internet, uh, O-S-M-O. Uh, fantastic. It's about $650 U.S. It's got a, a steady kind of steady cam built into it. Just amazing footage uh, that uh, you can uh, basically uh, get uh, with that. I want to thank, uh, again, the Get Connected team for helping put, uh, you know, all the coverage together. And, again, you can check out our website at getconnectedmedia.com. Uh, also, the folks at Phantom Glass, uh, you know, the screen protectors, you got to check that out. It's uh, fantastic to keep your uh, smartphone uh, safe and sound uh, and helping us uh, make the whole uh, CES coverage happen. We also, we also have a discount code for our viewers. Um, if you type in Get Connected PG. You get um, you get a discount. So go to their website and have a look. Until next time, we're logging off. Uh, we'll see you next week.